Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on digital transformation brought to you today by Dell EMC. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we're talking about data and endpoint security. Our guest today is Brett Hansen, Vice President of Data Security Solutions at Dell. Brett, welcome to the program. Thanks. Great to be here. So let's start by exploring a little bit about what you see as some of the key challenges that federal agencies are facing right now when it comes to data security. Well, the Fed is in a unique position. In some ways, they're just like any other large organization. The challenge that Fed has is they typically have more data. They have more very valuable data. There are more people who are looking to extract that data. And there's an expectation for the general public to be able to access information. And so Fed agencies are in a unique position of being heavily targeted for attackers, having large amounts of valuable data, but also needing to be open. But it really comes down to two critical elements that any organization should be considering. How do I stop the external threats, and how do I protect myself from internal data misuse? And too often, across all sectors, but certainly also in Fed, you forget that second one. You think about you know, stopping the external attackers, you try to lock everything down, you try to protect yourself, and you forget that those internal users can also be a significant source of compromise. And you have to be thinking about how do you set policies and apply technologies that can protect yourself against both that external threat, but also that internal threat. How do you strike that right balance between having the security at one level, but keeping your workforce productive at the other? You've asked the perfect question, and it is a challenge that organizations of all types, sizes, and shapes are grappling with. If I'm a CIO, if I'm a CISO, if I'm a CEO or director of an agency, I am trying to find a balance between embracing a workforce that is mobile, that is collaborative, that is happy, that ultimately is efficient. But many of those trends, in fact, most of those trends, lead to increased risk. More devices are accessing my network. There's more locations where my data is stored. Data is being moved around more frequently in both inside and outside my network. So there needs to be a thoughtful approach to embracing the concept of data in motion, but at the same time having technology and policy that will control that. And that's not an easy thing to do, but it's where we need to get to. It's where we need to evolve to because taking an approach where I'm locking my data down, I'm saying no to my end users, is ultimately going to land you with more challenges than if you start taking a forward-looking approach to how do I embrace modern mobile? How do I embrace a decentralized workforce? How do I embrace highly mobile data? If you don't, think about those things, and if you don't set policies and, again, embrace technologies that support that, ultimately you're going to find yourself in a compromised position that can lead to bigger breaches than if you had not been more thoughtful. Well, let's take a look next at the issue of endpoint security specifically, and can you give me a feeling for why is the endpoint such a significant concern right now, and maybe more than some of the community would actually think? One word, and it's people. I mean, the endpoint, when we're talking endpoint, I'm talking about your PCs, your smart devices. I'm talking about the things that interface with your end users. And your end users are your weakest link in the security chain. We as people are fallible. We're negligent. And at times, we're even malicious. And that endpoint is that starting point for almost all of your data breaches. Research shows that as much as 95% of all data breaches originate at the endpoint. 
and that's because of the end user. When I up-level all the different elements around cybersecurity today, you could go off on all sorts of different technology tangents and threat vectors. Let's just break it down to two very simple principles. How do I stop malicious actors from gaining entry into my environment? And how do I empower my workforce while at the same time controlling data access and maintaining data security? Those two elements are absolutely critical at the endpoint. And the challenge that all organizations are facing right now is this transforming workforce, which we just talked about, which is an increasing data risk, the growing number and sophistication of cyber actors who are attempting to gain access to your network, most likely through the endpoint, and the solutions that we've been relying upon for the last decade are no longer effective. And that's the big one. And that's the one I think that people have to get their heads around. If the solutions we were relying on for stopping data breaches were working, we probably wouldn't be recording this podcast right now. But they're not. And they haven't been for years, yet companies continue to rely upon antiquated approaches and technologies that are no longer effective in today's world. And so there needs to be a shift in mindset from, I'm going to keep using the same tired old solution that doesn't work, to what else is out there? How can I access technologies that will actually have a higher efficacy rate than my signature-based antivirus, anti-malware? How can I embrace new technologies that will allow data to move and roam and be utilized by the different end users to allow them to be more efficient, but still give me protection and control and visibility over that data? There has to be a mindset change, and with that mindset change, there has to be the embrace of the new technologies that can significantly improve the risk profile without mitigating end-user productivity. Well, I think you raised some good points. Let me ask this. You know, attackers are constantly shifting their tactics. And even if we manage endpoint security more effectively, it seems the core issue is still about protecting the data itself. So how do you see agencies being able to better address data security more holistically? Well, you're absolutely right. You, you do need to think holistically. But let's, let's start by talking about the endpoint a little bit further. You talk about the fact that attackers are constantly morphing, and there, there's a lot of truth to that. But there's also truth to be told that there are attacks, the core essential elements of their attacks have remained pretty consistent over the years. I use some form of spoof to get an end user to click on a link, to download an application, to scroll over a contaminated website, some action which allows me to download information to the endpoint or extract credentials from the end user. Once I have that initial penetration, I then use that penetration to access most typically Active Directory, understand where are the key elements of my attack, and then navigate through that network and create compromises. That strategy is very consistent. What has evolved and what is thwarting our traditional systems is the sheer volume of new malware variants and the sophistication of those malware variants. So sheer volume, you know, reports are, what, 500,000, 700,000, a million new malware variants a day. I mean, it's such a large number that it's almost meaningless to try to count anymore. But what we do know is it's overwhelming traditional forms of antivirus, anti-malware. Trying to keep up with this deluge of new malware variants is no longer viable with your historical approach of, I'm going to create a Singer file and I'm going to match those files directly. The other big challenge, of course, is these new variants are becoming increasingly sophisticated. You're seeing polymorphic attacks. You're saying utilizing zero-day 
threats that have no longer been discovered. There is a combination now of I'm going to put a ransomware with a worm and allow that to proliferate across networks. So you are seeing the attackers evolve their approach, but the fundamental attack profile remains consistent. And so there are technologies, the one I would call out would be machine-based learning technologies, that significantly increase likelihood of success of determining that this is a malware and stopping it before it penetrates that endpoint. Now, that's not sufficient. We know that. Everything can be compromised. But let's start by, as I often say, shutting the front door. Because right now, our current solutions are leaving that front door wide open. You still need to be thinking beyond that. And as your question said, you need to be thinking about how all these different pieces come together. Over the last five years, many companies have gone through almost a, a frenzied acquisition approach. We know we're vulnerable. We're going to go buy the latest and greatest from this company, the latest and greatest from this company, the latest and greatest from this company. And what they're now facing is this cobbled together mix of technologies. And so organizations who I've been speaking with are looking to take a step back and saying, okay, I want best of breed technologies like machine-based learning, but I want to do that in a format that allows me to collectively manage those assets, especially in the endpoint, to be able to consume information and share it effectively across my different applications for threat defense, and ultimately to be able to more efficiently manage the deployment, the control, and the information from all these different assets. And to that, I'm saying a suite. But, you know, historically, what we've seen from suites is very cumbersome, utilizing low technology. So the opportunity here is, okay, how do you bring together that suite perspective of being able to integrate, but at the same time still embrace technologies like machine learning that are dramatically going to improve your efficacy? And again, that's what I think we have to get to is moving beyond historical approaches and embracing new technologies and policies that allow us to protect while at the same time not inhibit. I totally hear you on that. And thinking of the CIOs in our audience and our CISOs as well, I guess my last question would be, what recommendations or what tips would you give them to get started in that direction, knowing that historically they've probably looked at suites as a cumbersome way to get going? What's new in the market today? What are you seeing at Dell, for example, and maybe even in the commercial markets that suggests that this is getting easier to move towards than maybe CIOs might think? I would never use the term easier with CIOs because I know everything is difficult in this space, and we have to be thoughtful about the fact that you know moving from legacy technology to new technology is often an ordeal. I don't mean to make light of that effort. However, there's no sense remaining on a technology that is not effective, right? You're, you're simply wasting time, wasting money, and putting your business at risk. I've called out one technology, which is machine-based learning, which is really a great way to, again, shut that front door. Stop the initial compromise by increasing the efficacy of your threat prevention. You still need technology to monitor the endpoint and monitor your network. I'm not suggesting that's all you need, but at least if you shut that front door, the amount of malware getting through will be dramatically reduced. The other side of the coin, which I spoke about earlier, is, okay, what about the internal employees? You know, how do I protect them? And something I'd like to bring forward is, rather than focusing on networks or endpoints, Let's focus on the data, because that's what really matters, right? That's what I'm really trying to protect. And solutions that are focused on my infrastructure, i.e. networks and data centers and endpoints, are ultimately going to be compromised because data is going to flow outside of your enterprise. Even in government, you're going to have the need for documents that you consider confidential or important or vital 
to move outside of your organization. It's how we work in today's world. If you're only thinking about your infrastructure, you're going to constantly be at risk. So there's new technology, some of which Dell has itself, which embraces the concept of, I'm going to protect the data itself. I'm going to create a shell around that data, and no matter where that data moves, no matter how it aggresses from your endpoint, it's going to be protected, whether it's an email or a cloud or a network file share or even a USB drive, protecting that data the second it leaves the device, but then extending that protection even beyond that. So when it lands at a partner, it lands at one of your employees' home PCs, it remains protected. It remains in the encrypted format. And you control who gets to see that data and who doesn't. But you do so in a way that allows business users to still be business users. You don't want to create so much friction that they're no longer able to do their jobs, but you want to be able to extend your protection, be able to control data, data rights management, and be able to monitor that data no matter where it is. And if you feel like you're at risk, be able to retract keys and protect that data seamlessly through encryption. So it requires some new thinking in terms of, okay, let's go beyond our traditional approaches and thinking about, again, endpoints and networks and all those different elements to, hey, what do I really care about? I care about data. Let's protect that. And so that's where Dell is going. I think there's also a lot of opportunity in the broader organizations industry to embrace that kind of mindset versus thinking about the infrastructure itself. Well, those are some great suggestions, and I wish we could explore them a little bit more, but I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Brett Hansen, thanks so much for joining us today to talk about data and endpoint security. Appreciate your insights. And, of course, let me thank Dell EMC for making today's episode possible. You can look for more of our coverage on digital transformation on fedscoop.com. I'm Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in today. <laughs>